Corey Hybe, Chris Harrington, and Aaron Courtney, three broads, bringing you stories and strategies exploring manufacturing topics that challenge the status quo while laying the foundations for future success. Together with special guests, they'll celebrate what's working and unpack what is not so you can learn, grow, and succeed. You want to learn more about your hosts? Make sure to listen to episode one. All right, Erin, how are you doing? Hey, Lori. I'm good. I'm feeling good. Yeah. No Chris today. I know. Been a little bit since all three of us were on a show. I know. We keep having everybody's busy, but that's good. That's a good sign. I like good. it. It's good busy, right? It's good busy. That's right. Okay. But yeah, we'll get the we'll get the home team back together just as soon as we can. In the meantime, In let's the rock meantime, this yeah. thing. Yeah, let's totally. Go. So I found an interesting article and I know I shared it with you already to, to, to chat about. And I, I, I figured let's, let's have a conversation about it. There's it's on dev discourse is the website that this article is found on. And basically it's saying that Komatsu India has collaborated with IESC, which I had to Google that because I was not familiar with that. Are you familiar with what that is? <laughs> no, I'm only chuckling because you're being so honest. <laughs> I mean, um, you don't need to tell it, us. You just yeah, knew. I, you knew right? No, I don't know what it is. I'm like, <laughs> what is that? Improving economies for stronger communities is what the acronym stands for. So it's a nonprofit oh, organization awesome. that focuses on creating economic opportunity for people in communities, especially around like developing countries and whatnot. So I think that's fascinating. And I love that mission. But anyway, so Komatsu India went with to this company to help get more women trained to mm-hmm. operate exiters. And and I thought that was interesting. So I thought let's let's talk about that on the show because you know manufacturing and, and ladies Absolutely. and uh, you know yeah. yeah and the future. We like to talk future. about the future and the future is women. And this Amen. is a really, <laughs> really strong example. I mean just for our listeners essentially it's a really advanced training program. They put a lot of resources into training people up on these excavators, but with an eye towards the particular needs of women, given that they have not traditionally been part of this workforce. And so looking for ways to welcome women into this industrial sector and give them the skills that they need to really thrive and and do well in it. And so you can imagine why, even in the US, that would be kind of a big deal, right? Like these things are massive monster machines and that sort of work is often considered, you know, burly man work. And I think you know, why not give more women the opportunity? I mean, there's a need for this work to get done. So if if women are interested in learning how to to run the machinery and the equipment and fill some of these holes in the job market, then why not? Yeah. And that's where, that was something I started to kind of think about. It reminded me of Rosie. Rosie the Riveter. Mm -hmm. Remember we had a show where we, didn't we talk to Rosie's granddaughter? Remember that? Yes, that was early on. I don't remember exactly what episode. Yeah, that was super. Go, we'll we'll go back. We'll put it in the show notes so that people get to listen because 
I will always remember that conversation. She actually met a lot of those women mm-hmm. that were, you know, on the floor during World War II, making it happen. And we all love the posters. And it's such an awesome period of, you know, female enlightenment because we, there was just a need. And it was like, well, let's get the, the ladies can get it done. And guess what, folks? We did. And then what happened? I don't know. What happened to Rosie? She got like early retirement, I guess they call that. So I, when I see these needs-based, you know, achievements for women, it, it sort of puts me in two minds. I'm, I'm a pragmatist, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. what needs to happen. I'm not, you know, going to protest that fact, but I also, when I read something like this, which I think the source may have been Komatsu in terms of, you know, the, the article itself sure. and it's, yep. it's PR, like, well, good for you. Also, like, you're just getting it done in, I don't know. I have, I am, I'm a little skeptical of how much of an accomplishment that is for, for the hiring organization. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand what you're saying. And, you know, this leads me to go deeper into like, okay, where was this article? Like, what was the true source of this? Cause that's not necessarily stated, but you know, and, and from a PR perspective, you know, it doesn't, I don't necessarily read it like it's a PR pitch, but um, I can see how your angle of that is, you know, why don't we include the link in, in the show notes and let our, our listeners kind yeah. of take their own opinion on this. I'd be interested <laughs> in hearing that. But at the same time, I mean, my thinking is every, and I, I'm going to say the word that I tried to avoid, but it's just Ooh, a good word. Let's hear it. Well, it's pivot. I mean, when there's, yeah. when, when change is required or there's a need to be filled, then why not make an adjustment to mm-hmm. the, the norms? So I see your argument, but I also think that this is, it's a smart move. If there's demand to fill holes and you have people that are willing to learn something new to, you know, fill that void, then what's wrong with that? Yeah, I don't I I don't think that anything's wrong with it. Where my concern lies is is this real societal progress when let's take for example we're looking at automation, right? We're looking at a lot of these types of jobs in particular moving towards a automation or a robotic space. This one I don't know. I don't know enough about this industry, but I know that is happening. Who's the first to go? Partly seniority is going to be an issue. And these are, you know, the women are new because this is a new initiative. But also when we're not looking at, you know, structural change that isn't just about filling a need or what's needed here, then the first step back is going to be letting those women return to, you know, lower paying lower opportunity jobs because why not you know <laughs> like they're they're the easy one to let go and if we're what are the signals where we're making real lasting change where women whatever the economic or the labor infrastructure is that we maintain our opportunities going forward mm-hmm. what are those signs again i don't really know i just 
hey, it's part of my it's part of my natural instinct to be skeptical and I'm not always right, but I do think that it's it's worth, you know, poking the bear a little bit on this one. Sure. I and this is why we love you, Erin, because <laughs> Your is it? brain is, is it? totally different than my brain, but we can have <laughs> these kinds of conversations. Point to point. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I'm trying to find in the article, there is a statement about, and, and I'm just skimming it to, and I might glaze over it, but something about one of the reasons they're excited to have more women in these roles is because we do think differently and they liked that. Well, toy- and it also brought up, Lori, our favorite subject is AI because I'm like, well, did Chat GPT put this together and somebody just rolled it out on? You know, it's a big departure, but I think our entire the consumption of our media landscape is just getting complicated. Yeah, and I think that that critical thinking that I can I can dive way too deep into that rabbit hole, mm-hmm. but it's 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 necessary now. Where you. And I don't know how to balance that skepticism. And I'm talking about bigger picture issues, but it's definitely relevant here. How do you balance a a healthy skepticism with not just throwing out the baby with the bathwater? Like here we have a good, good news. You know, we have good jobs for women in a country that is, you know, has a complicated history with equity and Mm -hmm. equality. So that's great. And then how do you balance that observation with like, well, what's the source and what do they want from me as a reader? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. You're, you're just taking this totally down a different path right now, <laughs> which is fine. Fine. But no, I, and I, I mean, that that's, you know, we, we've, we've pivoted the conversation. <laughs> well, we don't have to go down. No, we, no, that, we don't have to go down it. It's just, I think in all areas of progress, there's, you know, you have to be, you have to be a discerning consumer of information. And as females, as advocates for women in manufacturing, it's important to think about who's the source, what do they want from us? And to think about how can we, how can we be informed advocates? And I think, you know, this show hopefully provides one of the one of the points of consideration as people are are thinking about the future and progress in manufacturing for women in the workforce. I, I agree with that. I 100% understand and hear what you're saying. And I believe that, I mean, I, I don't think, well, honestly, I don't know the legitimacy of this article. And that's a valid question. I don't know the site that it's on, like the quality and history of this organization and I didn't do my due diligence there so I apologize for that but at the same time I want to trust that leaning into I mean Komatsu is a very well-known brand in the manufacturing space absolutely assume if there's anything not in a positive light or or misinformation about them they would do their best to remove it you know or whatever (laughs) or put some information out there that says this isn't accurate but yeah that that Trusting, verifying, validating the information is extremely important. And I I agree in that there's going to be greater concern with that validation, with the continued evolution of AI. I know there are sources and tools being created to help you 
validate the information that is generated out of AI, which is great, but we also have to teach people how to use those and educate them to not always trust what's being generated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> just getting back to the point of the article. Yep. <laughs> great. <laughs> really good to see that the work is being done to you know to invite women into non-traditional roles in the workforce want to see more of that and as part of seeing more of that making sure that that gets covered by by sources that we that we know are really invested in sharing the story of of progress for manufacturing and for women i just found online that it is a press release but it's actually published on their website as well, which I, I think, think is great. Well, just this is an area of expertise that you have. And I want to be really clear. A press release is not suspect. That is not, that's not what I'm saying. You, you do not correct. throw yeah. out no, well, that. Correct. And it, it's and, not suspect in terms of accuracy. In terms of perspective, it's just going to be more narrow. You're, you're just not going to get that full range of perspectives. Correct. A press release is a biased story, whereas, you know, a, a real reporter should just gather their data and insights to create an unbiased story. But we also, that's a whole nother conversation that we can, there's definitely <laughs> no, a lot of bias in the media. We, There is, there is. <laughs> And it's and I think it's really important to be a discerning consumer of media. And Correct. because what we want, I think what we all want is progress and opportunity for everyone. I think that mm -hmm. is that is a shared value. Yeah. And to to ha what happened, I recall, you know, early in the, what was it, ozone and, and early on with greenhouse gases, something started to happen that was called greenwashing. And we still talk about it a little bit mm -hmm, today. Mm -hmm. yeah. And in, and what can happen when there is this sort of, you know, oh, everything, you know, rose, rose colored glasses, did you become complacent? And that's just a concern that I have, especially when we talk to, you know, we had a guest recently and folks will probably have had a chance to listen to that show speaking with Dana. And she was talking about how much things have improved since she became a female engineer and, you know, things are, are better, everything down from safety equipment to just like, you know, expectations of her colleagues. And that's really good. She said there's still work to be done. And I want to be sure that we all maintain the perspective of listen to the people on the ground because sure. it's too easy to want to see the best and the brightest in what we're doing. Because, I mean, who needs more bad news, right? But listening to the people on the ground and the, and that's the that's that's our role right that's our role to like really share the stories of the people that are doing the work and so when i when i get the opportunity to see something from a source that isn't suspect but has you know has a position then i just want to know more essentially yeah, yeah. yep and, and i i can appreciate that but at the end of the day i'd say it's something 
I think it's, I don't, I don't know if newsworthy is the right word or not. Maybe it is newsworthy. I, I, do, I agree it is. It's a fantastic initiative that Kumatsu India has put into place. And I appreciate that they are taking steps to be advocates for more women in the construction and, and manufacturing space. 100%. Wow. I don't know how many different loop-de-loops we went in on that conversation Aaron. we needed Chris here to like hold the fort down maybe I don't know <laughs> well I don't uh, remember uh, this podcast ever being you know a simple a lesson oh it's yeah, conversation yeah. so here we go this here is, we go this is the truth all right well that was fun and exciting we'll include all the links in the show notes here to make your life easier to, you know, read the article. We want to hear from you, actually. That would be great to hear what you think about this article and your opinions on what's happening with putting more women in the manufacturing space. All right. This is Three Broads, bringing you stories, strategies, exploring manufacturing topics that challenge the status quo while laying the foundations for future success. And I think that's exactly what we just did today. So great to have all of you listening. We want to hear from you. All right. Have a good one. This wraps up today's broadcast. If you're looking to shake up the status quo at your organization or just want to connect with these broads, visit mfgbroadcast.com. Contact Lori Hybe for your strategic digital marketing initiatives. Contact Chris Harrington for OEM and aftermarket digital solutions. And contact Aaron Courtney for web-based solutions for your complex business problems. We've got a great offer specifically for our listeners. You can find more information about the offers and your hosts at mfgbroadcasts.com.